0: Hey, my name's Sean Hurwitz, I play for Smash Mouth, used to play with Enrique Iglesias, and you're watching The Anthony Rogers Show with me as a guest. You are now listening to the best show in the universe, The Anthony Rogers Show. You probably wish that this was your show, but it's not. It's The Anthony Rogers Show. Tell all of your friends to listen to this show.
1: Hey, guys. This episode is brought to you by Farmer Nate Sauce. Go to FarmerNateSauce.com, link in the description, get some small bash hot sauce straight out of Kentucky. Welcome back to the greatest show in the entire universe. Uh, today we have an absolute legend from an absolute legendary band. And, uh, uh, we have Sean Hurwitz from Smash Mouth. How are you doing, man?
0: Doing good, brother. How are you doing?
1: Really good, man. Uh, I've been trying to get your band on here for a second, man. You, got, you, have, you have like a legendary band, and they, and they don't do a lot of podcasts, I've noticed.
0: Yeah, I, I don't have any explanation, but I love doing them. But uh, <laughs> I don't know why.
1: That was crazy. Yeah. The, band, the band's huge, man. Like, uh, I will, I love their like, uh, I love, I love their music, man. Like, they're like, uh, what was the best part of being in Smash Mouth, like to you?
0: Uh, let me put my phone on silent. There we go. Um, <laughs> man, the best part of being on Smash Mouth, you you're gonna think this is funny, but first of all, just a bunch of great guys. Such a fun vibe when I get, I've done a bunch of gigs and some of them, you know, you wake up in the morning and you're just like, oh, okay, baby, I'll see you in a few days. I got to go do this one. It's like going to the office. And then Smash Mouth is like the exact opposite. I just have such a great time. I get up, I'm just like, no matter when I'm leaving, I'm just like, dude, this is going to be a fun few days, man. Like just a really, really great bunch of guys. And then the fans are awesome uh they're just you know a bunch of them come up dressed as shrek dressed as donkey dressed as different characters and they're just in it man it's just such a fun party vibe on stage and that's that's really my favorite part it's just a really positive i don't know if you could tell i'm like a (laughs) positive dude and that just fits my uh my thing it's just a positive fun party band
1: that's cool yeah no it really is like uh, i remember hearing like the singer in an interview or reading it say like uh you want to do the opposite of that grunge thing where everybody was just like uh, like doing heroin and being negative and stuff and i heard him say something like that like uh, it was, i'm paraphrasing but no i like that concept that it's like uh, it's like a kind of uplifting like party music time thing and, like it's interesting man like uh how, how did you join the band like what was your story like uh uh
0: so mine is an interesting one um I had been playing for years with a dear, dear friend of mine, uh, who at the time was the drummer for Smash Mouth and is the drummer for Smash Mouth at the moment as well, uh, Randy Cook, and uh, the the master himself, the guy that uh, you know co-wrote or wrote. I, I don't I actually don't know if he co-wrote or wrote, but he's definitely a part of the 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 Smash Mouth hits. Greg Camp. Um, for whatever reason I don't know the details, but he ended up not doing uh, a, a two or three weeks, yeah, about two, three weeks of shows in Iraq and Kuwait. That it was coming up. For whatever reason, he wasn't doing it. I don't know if you know whatever he, he I can think of a lot of reasons not to. But <laughs> <that's crazy. laughs> But yeah, yeah, so, so, I mean, there could have been a lot of reasons. I don't know if it was, I don't know what it was, frankly. And, but they needed someone like super fast. So I had five days to learn an hour and a half of music. I, um, and, and and see it's not it's not like other gigs I've done where it's like oh here's here's the chord chart and I just make little notes put it on the thing then make little lights on it and uh, yeah let's do this you you're the lead guitarist man of a party <laughs> band this is about to be fun right so so you you can't really you're not you're not charting things out and looking at notes you have to memorize an hour and a half of music solos cr- and, and this is not a pop band you know, I did Enrique Iglesias too, and that is Latin pop. It's vi- There's like probably 10 chords that you use throughout the whole set uh, in different keys, right? Right, right. In fact, it's simple in that way, and it's also very confusing because some of the songs are just like, oh my God, it's the same song, but the second verse, the two things flipped. And, <laughs> so it's, it's tricky in a different way. But with Smash Mouth, it's like every song is just, Completely different. Do you know any of their, like, I want to say punk rock but it's more like ska punk ska rock kind of catalog do you know like
1: yeah i like the earlier stuff too like i, I liked uh, i like smash Mouth when I was a kid so i was introduced to them like really young and what's funny what caught my attention out of like your story kind of is that uh your first smash Mouth show was in a war zone
0: yes. <laughs> that was your first yes, like, yes like, dude like,
1: that's insane that's like insane and so what, what was it iraq or where, where was your
0: first I, well phase? we we landed in well so so i had well i had five days to do the whole thing i had three days to learn everything i basically practiced i basically learned everything in 20 hour days and then i went and ran everything with uh randy and just for little knickknacks whatever you have to fix here and there like oh we end this song like this we end this song like that and then um and then we uh flew up uh up north we did a rehearsal with the guys took off to kuwait that's crazy now i told them i said guys just so you know I'm Israeli. Says in uh, my American passport, I'm a, an American citizen as well. My parents right, are from right. New York. It says in my American passport, Shahar Horowitz, Shahar, Ilan Horowitz, born in Israel. Like, there's no mistaking that I am in Israeli.
1: Going to the Middle East. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, I was like, is this
0: going to be a problem? In an
1: American band. You know, it's a, <laughs> that's, what? a what? Oh, that, that's a crazy mix, man.
0: Well, dude, I've done crazier things with Enrique, but we'll get to that.
1: Yeah, we'll I'll um, get to that after. So, idea.
0: so. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I said, is this going to be a problem? They double checked. It's not going to be a problem. They've alerted the, the authorities. They've alerted the people that need to know all as well. I land in Kuwait and, uh, there's a big, you get your visas there. So we land in Kuwait as a group and there's a big sign that says, uh, it, when you go to the visa stand, countries that uh, will not be able to get visas, you will not get approved first one <laughs> guess what it is israel for sure israel no, of I'm course sorry. i'm just like sorry. you know this is gonna be interesting this could be really bad or i could they could just put me on a flight back to america right now or or this all goes through long story short they made everyone everyone got their visas right away they were hating on me like i saw that their eyes were just like they were not liking me there the the authorities not the band the band was fine but they made everyone wait an hour uh, and I already saw myself, uh, I, I saw myself being on the news like smash mouth guitarist <laughs> taking it to custody in Kuwait, you know, cause, uh, yeah, but it didn't happen. Everything went fine and we ended up, and then at that point we uh, were driven to, um, a base and we just hopped from base to base to base to base to base to base. We did, I think seven bases in those three weeks. And then we, um, which were amazing, an amazing experience, uh, and another amazing experience. I'm trying to wrap it up real quick. Another amazing crazy. experience about that is, as a ten-year-old, so we got to Kuwait, and then from there we did a show. I believe we did a show in Kuwait, and then we hopped. Everything else was in Iraq, and then we, they brought us back to Kuwait, and we took off to um, we took off to Israel. Oh, is that mine? Sorry, huh? uh, alarms. Um, so. So I took, uh, they took us to Iraq, then we went back to Kuwait, Back went back home. In Iraq, one of the places we did was, what's the what's the capital of Iraq? Um, anyway, I ended up, uh, we ended up in the capital. Uh, Be- Be- no, it's not Beirut, that's Lebanon. Uh, whatever it is, we ended up there. Let's look it up. Jeez, man, this is what the internet is for. Um,
1: no, it's Baghdad, isn't it?
0: yes that's it thank you yeah, so mic,
1: i turned my mic off for a second so I, was, I this air conditioner was on so i was like i was like oh my god so i was trying to say so, no yeah it's baghdad for sure it's Baghdad.
0: so yeah you're right so we ended up in baghdad uh the, which was Baghdad. the the baghdad uh base was i think like uh saddam hussein's his palaces and everything like that was that's that was his spot right yeah. so i ended up going they took us on a very special tour into saddam hussein's palaces here's the thing when I was 10 years old 20 21 years b- prior to that I was it w- I was in Israel go g- running into locked r- to to like rooms and basements uh, bomb shelters that is not basements bomb shelters in case because Saddam Hussein was bombing us Boy, yeah, during yeah. the Gulf War the first Gulf War yeah, yeah. so I, the, I experienced that as a kid sirens going off gas masks you know my, you know so it was, it was crazy and then 20-ish years later I'm walking around in Saddam Hussein's palaces let me blow your mind here real quick how many Israeli civilians do you think have been have walked around in Saddam Hussein's palaces
1: Probably so. I don't know
0: the, I don't know the number but I mean, not a lot i wouldn't
1: imagine
0: a lot <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm sure there's been a good amount of jews uh, uh, uh army personnel uh, military personnel but an israeli civilian walking around saddam hussein's palaces. i mean i i, crazy, I must man. be like one of maybe a dozen to 50 that have ever done that because why, why else would you be there i bet
1: you're getting, bet you're getting <laughs> high on that man that's crazy yeah. No, it is a crazy feeling. So you, you were born and raised in Israel and then came to America, or were you uh your parents were there or what's uh
0: so born and raised in Israel. My parents are from New York. They made aliyah, so they migrated to uh, Israel, moved their whole life there, and then had me and three younger brothers. Okay. Four total.
1: Yeah. So your parents have American citizenship, and you were born there. So you have dual citizenship. You're saying
0: that's correct. Yes. Uh, yeah, we, we cool. so me and all my brothers have dual citizenship.
1: Interesting. No, that's cool, man. That's uh, what what part of Israel that's not too intrusive, like.
0: No, no, no. Uh, well, for Jerusalem. Uh, right now, the brothers are living, I have a brother living in Eilat, I have a brother living in Jerusalem, and I have a brother living uh, up north. I don't remember the exact spot. It's. I want to say it's near Haifa. And, uh, and my parents are still in Jerusalem. Um, yeah, so they're kind of up center and on the bottom.
1: And you were telling me yesterday, you weren't in the military, though? Uh-
0: I didn't fucking... I didn't do the military. Nothing. I, I, I'm i very supportive of the military. I have hey, had you, an... I,
1: thought, I thought you had to be like, uh, doesn't Israel make all their citizens at age 18 like enlist or uh, Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I went through the whole process. I just oh, had okay. really, really bad eyesight. I still uh, do. Do you have glasses or lenses?
1: Oh, no, but I know what you're talking. I can relate to what you're talking about.
0: Dude, my eyes are uh, m- minus seven.
1: Oh, okay, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm
0: basically blind. Just like, just completely, I can't. Like, this is how close you have to be for me to actually see anything without lenses or glasses. So that's how so, we get on the
1: show. You're blind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I was, I was just in bad shape, and uh, so the, the military and uh, the IDF and myself agreed that uh, I, I'm probably not a good fit.
1: <laughs> no, it makes okay. sense. I was just, I was just curious, yeah. like, cause I've never, I've only heard stories. I've never actually been to Israel, so I was just. Say, but uh no, to flip the script on the listeners a lot uh, so what yeah. so you're also talking about Enrique iglesias uh
0: well i haven't played with Enrique for a long time and i'm not doing the upcoming tour with him well for a long time for a few years it's covid but um yeah he just wasn't working that much man i mean i loved, love i did it for four years love the band it's a crazy experience man i remember watching dvds of justin timberlake doing the uh Future Sex uh, Love Show, I think, was the name. I love that DVD. I own that DVD, and just I was just like they're showing a backstage and everything that goes, and I'm just like, man, being on a tour with like a hundred people, and boom, there I am with Enrique Iglesias doing tours with with a hundred people, like us and Pitbull uh with all the production with everything we were just just shy of a hundred people on that tour i think it was like 15 it was 13 buses and 15 uh trailers like trucks with all the gear. It was crazy big crazy big. but he after saw- a few years after a few years he just wasn't working as much and smash called me and said hey are you available to do some shows and we ended up clicking again which is great because i love 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 the band and i Missy Enrique Iglesias thing. I hope to do that again at a certain point. I, I love, I can't complain. I love doing both of them.
1: No, I bet. Yeah. You have like uh, two people's dreams, probably. You know, everybody wants to be, I, I think growing up every, every kid like wanted to be a rock star kind of thing, you know, myself included, I think. So I mean, I think that's just like a cool vibe. Uh, how many guitars do you have? That's like a lot of guitars. Behind. I,
0: I've got a bunch in front of me. I've got a bunch here. I've got, uh, it's about 23, 24 instruments total. I mean, I'm looking at a mandolin, a uh, ukulele. There's a banjo. So yeah. Um about 24 25 what do you play you said you wanted to be a rock star do you play any
1: i die um i tried to i tried to sing as a kid but i'm a bad singer and then uh (laughs) i I found out and then um i I play the guitar terribly and then um i could i could (laughs) without sponsors like slapwoods this show it just wouldn't exist so go to slapwoods.com and roll your own cigar support the show support the sponsors thank you i could i could uh write beats and stuff i've written like um i could do like um electronic stuff but i can't do like um like traditional instruments that well like,
0: what do you what do you work on what's your your uh DAW your digital audio interface
1: oh what i it's just moving files man Whatever's the fastest one at the time you know garage band sometimes like
0: Garage Band. okay
1: well i do well i almost have to make like four songs per episode of this show i mean it's not like you know I mean, it's not like i'm like releasing them as an artist or anything but, like i wish i have done that too but like but like i feel like um it's more like for the show, I have to make four songs with the ads, you know, I have to like talk over me. So I write the beat for the uh, any. any really? ad you, you hear in this episode, I have to write the beat, and then I have to uh, I I say something over it, you know, whatever the fuck I want to say. But, well, I heard it
0: yesterday when I was listening. That's really cool. I'll have to take i to take a listen again.
1: No, it's nerdy, right? Like, uh, but no, originally I wanted to be like my generation was like robbed of like uh, of a music industry almost because like nap, you had like Napster coming, and then like I mean you got I mean it's it's better now clearly, but you had to be established before 1998 to even really play the game. From in the 2000s, I felt like um, was there, there was no music sales. There was no like uh, yep. really. I mean, you could play shows, but that was hard to monetize. I mean, it was hard to start out and monetize with. You know, what I mean, you had a you had to be established for. I'd argue 1998 or so. You know,
0: there was a, a very specific time frame then when uh, the. I mean, we we still don't know where the music industry is and what's happening with it, but Likewise. but it has evolved to. Continue. Back then it was just like, holy crap, what is gonna happen? Yeah. How are we surviving this? You know, I went so to
1: comedy like, because there's no there was no music industry. <laughs> <laughs> like I guess and I wasn't talented anyway. So you know it was just like it was like I like really, you know. I'm not trying to be like delusional. Yeah, I wasn't even really that talented, but uh, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, so I went to music or I went to comedy yeah, and so It's like that's like, but I feel like that's how I relate to so many musicians off the bat. Like I feel like I relate to you. It's like it's like artists can just relate no matter what. No, it's just like a weird. Like no matter what you, your art is, if you're an artist, like you have that same kind of like traveler mentality and other things. You no know, entertainer traveler mentality, you know.
0: Well, you know what? Um, that's that's a very good uh, point to bring up. It's one of the things. Uh, like I have a, a YouTube channel and I talk to people about how to, um, uh, well, I try to take them from the room they're practicing in to actually getting out there and making a career of it. And um, one of the things, uh, what were you just saying? The traveling thing. I tell people, talk to a pro. And I invite people to talk to me, like hit me up on Instagram, hit me up anywhere because I love helping people. And and I tell people, that's one of the things you want to find out. Like you may think you want to be a rock star your whole life. And then you find out you hate flying. Dude, <laughs> That's flying is a huge part of touring, right? Yeah. It's, not, it's not only, um, it, like, you could, you could be a session musician and stay home. You could just do everything in your studio. You could go to the studios. You don't necessarily have to be a touring musician, but you kind of want to know if you like traveling, if you like flying, before you decide, I'm going to be a touring musician. Uh, I happen to love it. I love it. I love being on flights. I love being. The thing, the only thing that I hate about it is when you have a connection that's super short or when you have a flight that's delayed and then things get really screwed up. That's the only time I don't like it. If I think everything's smooth, I could have a 30 hour travel day and I'll be fine.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. Your level of travel is probably way better than like starting out. was a lot of people. Were- a lot of kids start out probably in vans and stuff, and like probably how like, everyone start- probably how the band started out too originally. I mean, but but yeah, I know at your level, yeah, I bet it's awesome. <laughs>
0: like, I mean, it's a, it's a, a I've done
1: in front of a bunch of people all the time. You got, yeah, I mean, you got the, I mean, you got, you're in a big band, you know, that's a pretty big band, you know.
0: But I, I've done the van thing, that's I've actually, done the that's van. That's where you start. That's where you started, yeah. man. I, pay, I paid my dues, man, just, just like people. everyone.
1: They almost asked, it's crazy. Like, how did you get into music originally? Like, like, uh,
0: uh, you know what? You mentioned the other day you were watching something about, uh, Uh, back to the future Oh, that's right what was that
1: that? yeah yeah i was watching uh this documentary on netflix called uh movies that make us or made us or something like that i forgot the exact phrasing but uh the first episode the second season was back to the future and i was watching
0: that yeah yeah so man i saw marty mcfly hit that uh that it's for me it was it wasn't even uh him playing um wasn't him playing um uh, johnny b good it was the part where he's in front of the huge speaker
1: yeah and yeah, he, he takes, face he face. takes
0: the, the big guitar pick and he's like he just mm, turns it up you hear the hum and then he hits it and flies back i was like i want to do that that's awesome man <laughs> no that's
1: yeah, awesome that's, a, that's probably my favorite movie of all time I'd if i had to like name one that's, that's just a great movie you know, do, you like,
0: probably, it, do you like the trilogy or just I the first three. one
1: i love all three yeah I, my friends give me i like, always talk trash about the third one but i i love all three to be honest like I third t- one is a cowboy one right yeah yeah i stand by all of them they're
0: all, they're all good. i i agree man i thought the cowboy i mean for the for the time the wild wild west one was a really cool like like where are they going to take it now oh shit man that's kind of cool Dude,
1: was. the guy from uh i had the guy who played georgia flying the second and third one here and then i had um a guy that uh I, I the head writer for family guy told me that that was like he was so disappointed seeing the second one he was it's always so it's always interesting like you know what friends say and like other people like people in the show and stuff it was like he—he uh, he was like he said he waited in line to see the second one. I Was like disappointed, but I just really? thought, yeah he was like I guess he built it up so much or something like you're know, like you uh. like him now I think though is what he's saying that was funny. Well, he's got a good
0: he's part of like a, an epic trilogy, but
1: yeah,
0: but yeah I, I can't you know I can't imagine being a, a, an actor or an actress and and just going out there and being on set for two months and then so many scenes we don't know it as the viewers but so many scenes get cut. It gets to the editing yeah. floor it needs to go yeah, from yeah. it needs to go from two hours to an hour and a half what do you do or an hour 15 you cut scenes so yeah. I, I can't imagine they're looking forward to that they watch it they're looking forward that scene was epic and it, it they got it got cut dude you didn't know <laughs> yeah it's crazy so no, it's i crazy, can't imagine
1: it's crazy trilogy man like a. But, uh, yeah, no, it's funny hearing, like, different people's opinion on Back to the Future. I don't know why that makes me laugh. It's, like, like just on the show. I think we've talked about, like, three, three or four times. Different, it's just, like, kind of a funny concept, man. Uh, but uh, what are you guys doing now? Like, what are you guys... Uh, what, what's kind of, like, uh, the plan for Smash Mouth right now?
0: Uh, we've got a bunch of stuff starting on the 18th of September. So, just a few, a few weeks away. Uh, we're busy till November currently. And hopefully, we'll get some stuff in November and December. Yeah, it's very busy. I'm, like... Our first uh, show uh, on the 18th is in Florida. And right now, I don't know when you guys are watching this. This might be like years from now. But right now, Florida is getting a down with Delta, man, it, with COVID. It, it's not good. So I'm just hoping we have very strict uh, COVID Rules and regulations, uh and I just I'm hoping that we can just get through this six weeks of work without any thing happening because it would suck if we have to cancel two or three because someone gets sick. So we're really, really trying to trying to be safe as safe as po- as safe as possible.
1: No, uh, yeah. Do you guys play old songs too, or you guys what, what do you guys play? What's a, what's a Smash Mouth like set like these days? Like what is uh like? She's so been around a fucking minute now, you know.
0: So, I'll tell you what. Well, first of all, yeah, I mean, we're doing we're doing 75, 90-minute shows. So, uh, for sure, we're playing more than All-Star and Believer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, that's so funny how you put that.
0: <laughs> and, and Walking on the Sun. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, what, that's what I mean. Like, What does this set look like? it's guy's probably killer, though, these days. Like, you, guys, um, you guys have a catalog. You got, like, a, like a 20-year catalog or something, right? Yeah, but
0: there's there's a lot of great songs. Ah, we you know some that come to mind that are oldies but goodies are uh the Fonz do you know that one yeah 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 like super fuzz and rock and just so much fun to play that was like um, my
1: first album right like the uh
0: I, I don't actually I don't because I got all of them I didn't I didn't. I don't know like which one is off which album I just know like this is a song from Smash Mouth that I had to learn you know
1: that's hilarious but, yeah yeah
0: but I don't know which, I don't know which uh, album it's off of, but the Fonz and uh we do Roadman, which is a big uh, favorite. Sometimes if the vibe is right and the crowd is right, we'll do an, a song called Stoned, which I love playing. There's a super, super hard to play song, which Greg wrote, like, it's called Padrino. I, have, I even hit him up and I was like, dude, this is an insane song, man. Like, how the hell did you write this? <laughs> because it's just like an old school uh, mafia kind of song. If you've never heard it, check it out, Padrino. Um, and it just talks about, uh, like I remember the, the 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 third verse that I sing is: I know it's not a wise thing to do, writing funny songs about the mob, but if it's all the same to you, to the i don't know but anyways it's i I forget it it's been such a long time since we've done it it's such a hard song to play and we rarely do it (laughs) but it is insane just an insane song so yeah we do a lot of oldies but goodies
1: that's crazy are you are you guys writing music currently or
0: They're always writing music. I mean Paul the bass player. Yeah, they're always in the studio um, Sometimes up north in San Jose sometimes in Nashville. They're always writing things. We did some some things uh, during the pandemic really hasn't been actually There was a song that was gonna be a single before the pandemic And it kind of disappeared. And I'm just like, wait, what happened? Like, that was a fucking great song. Uh, But I don't know. It might come out at a certain point um, or not. But they're always writing stuff. And I'm in my studio writing stuff all the time. I mean, it's a nonstop thing.
1: No, it makes sense. It makes sense. Well, is there, there any, like, social media or anything you want to throw out? Uh, like, are you YouTube or, like, anything like that you want people um, to follow you on or people that like, can contact you, I guess, or listen to? Yeah, or- man.
0: I mean, YouTube, if you just look up Sean Hurwitz, and if you don't know how to spell my name, spell it wrong, and put Smash Mouth, and I'll pop up, I'm sure. But, um, but yeah, if, if you put in Google, Sean Hurwitz, Smash Mouth, you'll find me. Uh, it, uh, by far, Instagram is the easiest way to contact me. Um. But I but I respond to everyone everywhere. Facebook is probably my least favorite to talk to people. But, uh, yeah, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, uh, all that good stuff. And uh, that's it. I wanted to say you just got married, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I got married this week.
0: Congratulations. <laughs> Tell me a bit about it.
1: Thanks, bro. Yeah, I know. So, uh... We got married in like this nineteen twenties, like uh country club kind of thing, like out in the middle of a town that we kinda like took over the whole town. The town had like a thousand people population. We probably had about two hundred <laughs> people at the wedding. <laughs> so it was, where, like, where was uh, it? like it was uh Steelville, Missouri, like uh okay. was, at Wildwood, uh, it's like a resort launch. Like it's it's uh it's awesome, man. It was like uh Old, like I, I think the room I was in, the the cook died in there like years ago. And the place seems haunted as fuck. Like honestly, it's like it's like uh I don't know, it was like the it was like the Shining and the Titanic, like the venue, you know. It's like <laughs> that's like what the venue seemed like. Like the hotels seemed like that. But uh, yeah, no love. Uh, I've been with my uh, girlf- or my wife now. I've been with her like um, about 6 years and uh, Yeah, it I'm takes a friend.
0: second to make the t- to switch from girlfriend fiance wife. It'll take a second. Especially in this economy sure.
1: and this like kind of world we're in. You got to like make sure everybody actually loves you to make a decision and, and like you I mean you can't just be like make rash decisions in this like world, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, but you were saying you were with her how long?
1: Well, 6 years almost like uh wow. we're almost there, 6 years and we just got married this last weekend like on the 28th of August uh So was a wild time and like yeah, she's a great lady and like we're killing it you know just having fun all the time you know
0: well congratulations any plans for honeymoon
1: uh, I, well like, she's a teacher so we pretty much did it all summer you know what i mean like we're just like, like we don't I even mean, i have a podcast and she's a teacher so we I, I had, like there's like, <laughs> like months you don't even have to do it you know what i mean it's like I got, and we're building a bus like rv kind of thing we're just gonna travel a bunch i mean we're just every day is a honeymoon man like if your life's great you know
0: dude that's awesome couldn't agree more man what a great do you want to end because that was a great way to end (laughs) we should
1: should cut that there that's a good cut
0: yo what's up everyone let me tell you about this subscription box from hampercrow every month you get a new box shipped to your house a hundred dollar value for 39.99 you get your cleaning essentials your smoking essentials and a new piece